Hello and welcome to a brand new presidential power half hour. My name is Greg Mahachko. My co-host on the West Coast is none other than Chadrick Montgomery Smart. It's a very presidential name, Chadrick. It is. And I like how you say welcome to a brand new episode. Like we should just put in an old episode sometime and then have you go like, welcome to an old episode of the power half hour. Maybe we can do that next time we go on vacation. Just, you know, do a podcast rerun. Do another podcast do that? I don't know. Something to look into. Rehash some old material from 2020. Yeah, we could do a clip show. Ooh, no, that's too much work. Oh. We need all of our listeners to send in your favorite one minute bits. We'll put 30 of them together in random order. Mm. Ready, go. But you have to, here, here's the important part, listeners. You have to have the episode and you have to have the times, the time code, so I know where to, because I'm not putting any effort in. I got too much to do. I mean, we're, it's 10 o'clock uh, on a Sunday night and we're finally sitting down to record. That's how busy I've been, Chad. Yeah. And if all of our listeners did do that, we would have a two minute show. <laughs> now, now. Co host of the year, Mike Luther, is a, is a regular listener. And that's one of the minutes I was accounting for. Oh, okay. And then the other listener is Kevin. Yeah, because he wants to know if we ever, you know, how much we talk about him. And, and those are those are the minutes he wants. He's like every Kevin Huntsberger reference, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did mention it's a presidential power half hour because today is election day, Chad. I mean, not today, but we're recording on Sunday, but. This Tuesday, when this episode drops, is election day for those uh, pesky old midterms. And I say presidential, we're not going to get into a political discussion. Rather, and this is your genius idea, because, you know, your last name at all. We're just going to give some fun presidential facts. And if there's anything worth bouncing off of as far as discussion, we're going to do it. But we have enough facts. Look, there have been enough presidents. I think we have enough facts. I'm ready, Chad. Are you ready? I am. Yes. I wanted to be, you know, every time we get to do an episode, I try to think of something that's somewhat timely for when the episode comes out, not timely for if you're listening to this days, months later, we years, weeks later, whatever. But hey, that's their loss, Chad. That's their loss. You know, yeah. You know, well, you know, a good show takes time to develop an audience and then you have to go back and listen to all the archive files. But I was thinking a few weeks ago, you know, I was thinking about our presidents and our politicians and, um, you know, and I, I didn't want this to go into a political discussion per se, because I've done that show before and this is not it. It's not fun. Um, yeah, and we only have a half hour. So. And, we only, and it's much more fun to uh, poke fun of both sides. Exactly. And because both sides suck. And if we go back far enough, and I think we may, we can poke fun at uh, uh, the wigs mm, and the bull, moose. the bull moose and not just the wigs, W-H-I-G-S, but the wigs, the W-I-G-S that some of those old farts used to wear 250 years ago. Yeah. And if we're really good, we could probably also make fun of the wiggles. <laughs> I Speaking of not, maybe not eh, close enough to the wiggles. I heard that the Teletubbies were coming back, Chad. Mm -hmm. Where are you at on the Teletubbies? That people got to know. 
I mean, that was way, way after my time. So I, you know, my PBS viewing ended with Barney, and, which I would recommend the I Love You, You Hate Me documentary on Peacock right now. Uh, Barney has a dark, dark past and dark behind the scenes that oh I was gosh. not aware of. I had no idea. Is it like, is it really it's two dark? one hour episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, oh. I, yeah. And, uh, and I would say, you know, going off the Wiggles comment there, if we ever did another movie review episode, there's a movie called Standing Ovation, which some of the characters in it are called the Wiggies because they are the daughters of a guy who owns a wig emporium. A wig, and uh, it's a movie. You need to see this movie. Everyone needs to see this movie. It is. It, 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 I can't even describe the movie because it That's is how so good it bizarre. is yes um wait, anyway, wait. Is, no. is it better is it better than the apple it is more bizarre than the apple now i find that difficult to believe <laughs> yeah well we can discuss it off air and talk <laughs> a bit more details but uh going back to the president you know i was thinking a few weeks ago that like i don't know much about our presidents beyond you know what we learn in school and what are what they're most famously known for and so I bought a book uh, called Washington, A Life, and uh, maybe within the next five years, I will finish it. Um, it is 900 pages long. Holy cow. I'm about 300 pages behind schedule of where I hope to be at this point. But yeah, so being election day, I just wanted to do some presidential talking points. And uh, yeah, so where would you like to start? Do you, should we start with Washington or do we just want to jump around and... We'll pick our favorite presidents. Probably jump around just because of time. And I think it's important to note we, we're going to start it, it. This is not, again, this is not a, you know, bringing some of their, you know, personality issues, failures, things like that. So like, we're not here to expose anybody. This is more like, you know, coffee table type of, of trivia. Useless trivia you'll never actually need, but it beats the hell out of slinging mud. Yes. And real quick, um, are you familiar with the president's song by the Animaniacs? I know the countries, I know the states and other capitals, which was not in the form of a question. Therefore, Wacko did not get the points. Yes. I probably have heard it. It is from the OG run, correct? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard it, but I don't nothing's jumping off at, at the top of my head. All right. Well, you should check that out. It's on YouTube, I'm sure, and uh, yeah, it's it's oh. again the people that write the music and the songs for the Animaniacs are geniuses, and I I wish I had just a thimbleful of their talent because that would make me happy. But okay, I mean, I think you have eighteen thimbles full of talent, but you know, I'm a little partial to my co-host on the West Coast, Chad. Mm. Chad, right. pick a well, president, any that. president. Well, I am starting off with the classic, um, and I the 13th president, because 13 is a lucky number and happens to be my birth date. So I am going with the 13th president, which just off the top of your head, Greg, do you know who the 13th president is? Millard Fillmore. That is correct. You know how I know that? <laughs> Because you just looked it up? I know I didn't type or anything, but I've got a, a list up of, of one of the resources that I share with you. And I was close. Like it, I was in those 
uh, early to mid 1800s. So I went to Abraham Lincoln, who I knew is the 16th, and I counted back. <laughs> oh, that works. But it's funny because looking at this uh, website, he is the last of the Whigs. That was his nickname. Really? Yeah. Speaking of wigs, no, <laughs> which we just did. Interesting. Well, that that's very interesting. And I'll tell you why that's interesting, because we go from last of with Millard Fillmore to first, to presidential firsts. And that would be the gentleman who took office officially. I mean, was was elected in 1836, but was um, uh, the the word uh, just escaped me. Um, sworn in, maybe. Okay. What's that? What's that? Event called? inaugurated. Thank you. Inauguration. Oh, I was like incarcerated. No, that's not right. <laughs> uh, in, in inaugurated in 1837, and Martin Van Buren, Chad, was the first president to be born in the United States. Wow. Now, go ahead and ask me how that makes sense. Well, because prior to, to uh, his presidency, all the other presidents would have been legally British uh, subjects or colonists. Because- Chad, man. It took all my fun. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Greg. Why? How is he the first to be born in the United States when well, let me several other presidents of the United States before him? Let me let me answer that great question, Chad. Uh, he was the first one to be born after the United States uh, declared its independence and and you know subsequently won the Revolutionary War. All the other uh, presidents were born as technically English subjects. Oh. Fascinating. <laughs> and I'm thinking off the top of my head, if I'm correct, Jimmy Carter is the first president to be born in a hospital. I did not know that, although it makes sense. Everybody else would have been born at home with a midwife of some sort. You'd yeah. imagine that's tremendous. Is, is that is that your next factor? Did you? <laughs> no, I was just I was just pulling it out, out of out of thin air. But I was uh, just going through this list, and I did not know this. I'm just kind of you know. Making this up as we go along, kind of, but Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, a great name. A great presidential name. 1877 to 1881. I think he would have have fit right in with our elections of today because apparently he is the victor of one of the most disputed elections ever, lost the popular vote by 250,000 votes, but eked out the Electoral College win by a single vote which earned him the nicknames Brother Fraud and his fraudulency. Can can I uh, while we're talking? Can we can we discuss another uh, president who would fit in in today? We talked about you know mudslinging, and again, we're not here to necessarily mudsling, but uh, John Adams. That's right, our second president of these Mr. United Feeney? States. No, no, I don't think so. Mr. Fee, the actor that played Mr. Feeney, played John Adams in 1776. I did not know that. Interesting. Uh, John Adams was, at one time, great friends with Thomas Jefferson. However, they became uh, rivals, political rivals. And uh, when Adams was embroiled 
in an election battle against his vice president, Jefferson, at the time, which is how it worked. Uh, Adams called him, quote, a mean-spirited, low-lived fellow, the son of a half-breed Indian squaw sired by a Virginia mulatto father. And in an attack ad, if that wasn't bad enough, warned of the consequences of a potential Jefferson presidency, quote, murder, robbery, rape, adultery, and incest will be openly taught and practiced. The air will be rent with the cries of the distressed. The soil will be soaked with blood and the nation black with crimes. End quote. Now, those are pretty, I don't know if graphic is the right word. Those pretty, uh, pretty attacking, wouldn't you say? Yeah, and it just goes to show that politics has never been a dignified, um, not combat, but a dignified arena of of good sportsmanship. No, no, say. no, never. Um, and and kind of makes you long for the monarchy, doesn't it, Chad? You know, there are times when I think that <laughs> we should have let Prince. <laughs> Be the leader of the United States, as in as in Prince Paisley Park in the artist formerly known yes. as. Okay. Yes. Because you could also go with the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. You could. You could pull him out. I don't know why he's up to these days. He's probably free. <laughs> probably he's not. I don't think his dance card's very full. Yeah, and would be much more livelier than Prince, unfortunately. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Um, I don't, I, I, I had a segue, but I, I completely lost it in there. Hey, we don't need fun segues. We just, we don't need to be slick. You just hit us with another fact. Segways. Segways are for lazy people who like to drive around cities. Segways are a young podcaster's game. Um, but you know, I, I, I just remember what my segue was going to be. Cause you're talking about how bad, you know, attack ads were back in the day. Uh, when a few years ago, when I was, happened to be in Buffalo, New York, which I Buffalo. don't know why anybody would actually go to Buffalo, but watch a Sabres it, game, maybe a Bills game, if which is what I did. Yes. But that is where the Teddy Roosevelt Museum is because nice. uh, Teddy Roosevelt succeeded uh, William McKinley, who was only in office for a, I believe, a very short time. Actually, it looks like four years, but um, <laughs> very short four four years. My gosh, that guy! Yeah. Uh, but he was he was assassinated, and they and so Teddy Roosevelt, you know, succeeded him, and um, he he was sworn in in a how instead of being sworn in, you know, at the White House or in a a government facility, he was sworn in in a house in Buffalo which is now the Teddy Roosevelt Museum. And one of the most interesting things is if you go through the museum, it tells you, you know, like what was going on in the United States at the time and what issues he had to deal with. And off the top of my head, if I remember them correctly, the issues he had to deal with were healthcare, immigration, and there was one more th- and race relations, I believe. No. So um, it's good to see that in nearly a hundred years that our politics and our politicians have succeeded in getting rid of those issues and fixing them and putting us on the right path. I was going to say, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Or as Spinal Tap would say, the less things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. 
good good movie good movie all right so i have more fun one less sad one okay um you know who are i think everybody knows who our tallest president is correct uh i I believe that would be honest abe mainly Uh, because of the top hat even before the top hat he stood at a at at a ripe six foot four Mm. now do you know who our smallest smallest president was jack uh, you know, I did see this information earlier today when I was vaguely researching this, and I want to say, "Don't you steal my thunder, Chad?" Just say no. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I cannot recall. <laughs> At five foot four and about a hundred pounds, so small and probably sickly, mm-hmm. was James Madison, who served two terms, being inaugurated in eighteen oh nine and uh, passing the baton, as it were, in eighteen seventeen. I was going to say Taft, but I believe Taft was our fattest who got stuck in a bathtub. That's right. And there's our fun fact on Taft. <laughs> and here, um, I, I think I'm going to ha- have to take up this uh, ritual from Calvin Coolidge, who was president from 1923 through 1929, apparently. Mm-hmm. Tell me uh, more about Yeah, uh, he cool had a morning cow. ritual of having someone rub Vaseline on his head while he ate breakfast. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think back to on, and this is sincere. Uh, this is honest. I'm trying to think back to the 20s and uh, what was you know partially prohibition and, and just before the the Great Depression. I don't know if like I'd have to do some research to see if Vaseline was actually around at the time, or would have been called petroleum jelly or. You know, something to that effect. Yeah. You know, you could eat Vaseline, and the inventor of it actually did, and it and credited it with his good health. No thanks. Yeah, I don't. Know. Yeah, just, just, hey, just throwing it out there. You know, if you want to. Um, another odd fact about Kevin Coolidge is he had pet raccoons in the White House. We're looking at the same website. I sent you three, Chad. We're looking at the same. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm just going to say, because I want to segue that Herbert Hoover outdid him with the crazy pets. You want to tell me what Hoover had since you're on the same website? No, because I switched to a different one to try to mix it up a little bit. Oh, well, Hoover had a pet. His son had two pet alligators, but they kept in the White House grounds. That'd be wholly unfortunate would it not i don't know i think someone um you know the next president that has kids in the white house should make that a thing again i would i would pay to see it you gotta get some like deep everglade uh florida swamp you'd have to get literally florida man from all those famous you know like google search headlines to be Mm -hmm president that's the only way you're going to get gators back in the white house i guarantee you know i don't know ron DeSantis is you know he's currently the odds-on favorite i think for 2024 he is from florida i believe he has kids uh well okay i don't know i'm just i'm just saying i'm just spitballing here just throwing things out i have two quick ones based on my and and actually one of them's only on the list and the other one I know from from my brain, uh, but according to this list, which has photographs or paintings of every president, 
which by the way, I think you've got to go way back into the uh, early 1800s to a president by the name of uh, William Henry Harrison, uh, who had perhaps, I'm going to show this to you, Chad, which doesn't do anything for our, our people listening, might be the best presidential portrait because he has a sword and, and is very well decorated. But according to this list, uh, it is none other than uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, Ike himself, who uh, was the first president photographed in color. But that's, you know, we don't know if that's true or not. But uh, Harry S. Truman, as many people uh, may know, is from Missouri. Missouri, you know, if you're not a hillbilly. Yeah. Uh, and the University of Missouri is the Tigers. And the Tiger mascot is nicknamed Truman. Mm. And did you know that Harry Truman bought a footstool in Missouri? Mm-mm. Mm. Um, I'm, I wish I could remember more from the movie Waiting for Guffman. That's a whole oh. ongoing bit. Um, you, is that a real thing? I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's in the movie, so it's got to be true. That, yeah, it's like being on the internet, right? Yeah. Um, do you know who is the only president, never elected president? Yes. I, I, I do. Okay. I did. Would you uh, like to answer? I, um, uh, yes. Uh, I have to scroll back. I want to make sure I get his name right. Uh, uh, it's a very easy name. It's not like you say that. Andrew Johnson. No. Was oh. he not elected president? No, I don't know. Am I wrong in my. Well, here, here's here's my con- confusion in that uh-huh. in that uh, Lincoln was re-elected. Yes, but in and that would have been the election of 1864, inaugurated in 1865, unless he was assassinated before his inauguration. But still, he was re-elected. And Andrew Johnson is listed here as being president from 1865 to 1869, which would indicate to me that he did not win the. Oh. All right. Okay, let me re- okay, yeah. let me rephrase the question. Who is the only president never elected president or vice president? Oh, poop. Why do you have to go change the rules on me? Because <laughs> I guess uh, technically, then, yeah, I don't know if LBJ won re-election after Kennedy's assassination. He did. Too. Okay. Uh, no, I have no idea. Uh, it is the guy that Chevy Chase made famous by falling down a lot on Saturday Night Live, Gerald Ford. Okay. Spiro Agnew was Richard Nixon's vice president, and he uh, resigned during the Nixon presidency. Gerald Ford was bumped up to the role of vice president. And then, of course, Nixon, the only president to, I believe, abdicate the throne of the White House. Did I say that word right? Yeah, sure. Um, And then, yes, Gerald Ford took over as president. And his real name is Leslie Lynch King Jr. It's, you know... Understandable so, why he changed the name. Uh, I watch a lot of Futurama. Mm-hmm. It, it's I think I've said this before on this show, if not on this show, on others. Uh, it's it's my comfort blanket. It's what I go to sleep by just about every night. And uh, Nixon's head has a a robot. I don't guess I don't know. It's a headless Agnew that kind of helps uh, you know carry him around and is his associate. So uh, there you go. For those of you who uh, like Futurama but are not hip to history, I know where Agnew comes from. 
Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Gerald Ford's middle name is Rudolph, by the way. So he's can, a big Christmas fan. Can I do a crossover plug real quick, Chad? Sure. Going on right now. This is the first week we're doing it, but it is the 2022 Christmas Movie Madness Tournament over at Nerds United. So mm. I encourage everybody to go to find Nerds United on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And when you see a, a picture bat, uh, putting, you know, pitting one Christmas movie against another, Vote in the in the comments for for which one uh, you would vote for to, to see. Move on. We have thirty two Christmas movies total, Chad. And uh, uh, the fact that Gerald R. Ford's middle name, the R, stands for Rudolph. It was, it was a good opportunity for for me to plug that it's and true. and tell you that Rudolph is he's uh, Rudolph's a number three seed in his region. But is this up yet? Because I have not seen the brackets or the. It's not up because we're recording on Sunday. And this episode drops on Tuesday, but as of Monday, the day in between, some some initial, uh, uh, what not contest, but some initial um, content. I got gotcha. you. I got. Gotcha. I was just uh, looking. I was confused. Yeah. So maybe what we'll do, maybe what I'll try to do is put that, uh, br- take a picture of that bracket somehow and get it out there for the people, Chad, for the people. Yeah. But can I say because I was having this conversation um, the night before we recorded this that. I do not like the traditional popular Christmas films. I do not have any inclination to watch Elf, A Christmas Story, or Christmas Vacation during the holiday season. Well, make sure when you get over to uh, the the Nerd United Christmas Movie Madness Tournament 2022 that you vote against all those so we know that you're not cool. Yeah, that's fine. Um, You know, but it is interesting. Speaking of Christmas... I don't know if you knew this. Uh, as I scroll back to find this information, <laughs> James A. Garfield was a huge fan of Christmas and had a Christmas a room in the White House decorated year round for Christmas. That's awesome! But what do you think about Mondays? <laughs> See what I did there. <laughs> yes, um, and also I have no idea if that information is true. Probably not, because I just made it up. Because I was trying to segue, you know tie into what you're saying but you know who does i was gonna who does who who, you you know who has a a, a 24 7 365 christmas room in his home uh mick foley mick foley and And that's a really good book his santa book his christmas book is phenomenal um, i was gonna say according to the um uh, pod meets world podcast the guy that was the i believe the voice coach or the dialogue coach for the show runs a Christmas store in Pasadena. Nice. Has, uh, a sign that says Santa's land that was used in the boy meets world episode, uh, Christmas episode. And uh, you should get up there and visit. Yeah. Do you know how far away Pasadena is? Oh, let, let, wait, let me, let me do it both ways in, in actual miles. I think it's 15, maybe Close. less. Yeah. And in time to get from a to B, a solid hour and a half. Oh, Christmas will be over by the time I get there. <laughs> well, uh, I, can, can we can we fast forward to a more recent president? Okay. President Barack Obama. While yes. studying at Harvard, he actually now again, I, I'm going by by my source here, which has been my source for all the fun things. Don't come back at me and say, how dare you? KQED.org. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, while studying at Harvard, he applied to be featured in a black pinup calendar. The all-female fe- committee declined, and it said it opines in parentheses and probably regretted every single day. I, I have no witty comeback for that. Um, I, I, you know, it, it probably is better for his career that he got rejected in that regard. Um, yeah, probably, uh, you know, cause I'm sure had he been there that it would have came out during his presidential race and he would have been, you know, it would have been like, see, he's, uh, he posed for this pinup. So he's a terrible person, you know, the way Brett, Brett Hart would make fun of Sean Michael or complain about Sean Michaels being in play girl. Right. It's I don't know why same. we're doing all these wrestling references. Kevin Hunsberger's <laughs> here. Um, it's the very same. It, it, in in so many regards, Shawn Michaels and Barack Obama are are almost uh, almost identical. Very much so. Like, <laughs> I think it's the hairline. Oh. <laughs> all right, you got any more fun ones, Shatter? We but just about out of time. Oh, um, fun ones. Well. Not one, but I am really surprised, and I know, and this is going to be towing the line of probably shouldn't say this. We might get canceled, might get people to hate us, but I am really surprised that Cheetos never made a Trump-themed um, product, you know, to tie Trump in for being orange. Well, I'll, I'll kind of finish it up. But by this, uh, first of all, I'm fine with that. I mean, like, I don't care. I don't, I don't need my, my food, my snack food and my, you know, uh, political preferences to, to meet or, or, you know, me, but it was early nineties and, and you watch this when you watch, I think the last dance, uh, but it, it came out at that time too, you know, go back 30 years when there were some, uh, racial tensions and I guess some some uh, leaders of the African American community asked Michael Jordan, like, "Why don't you ever take a stand? And I mean, why don't you ever speak out about this?" And and he says, "Republicans buy my sneakers too." Exactly. You know, like there there's something to be exactly. said. And I look, uh, I, it's I, you can call it, you know, like uh, you know, not taking a stand or or sitting on the fence or or, or whatever. There's something to be said for just you don't have to voice your opinions all the time, like. And and fast forward thirty years now, we're in twenty twenty two, and the internet's just rife with people's opinions. And I'll be honest with it, I don't care. You know, Facebook has not changed any of my opinions. Same with Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And I doubt it's changed anybody's. It's it's not the a place for civil discourse. You know, and being I I don't know if preached is the right word, but being you know talked down to from public figures is not like just. I, I, you know, they can have opinions and, you know, they can vote however they want to vote, but I don't care. Right or left. I don't, I don't care. You so don't do social media, right? No, <laughs> I don't. Uh, and I try to do it less and less, Chad. You look sleepy, buddy. Are you, t- are you okay? No, I just, I was just waiting for you to finish. Cause I was going to say we are out of time. You could have cut me off at any point of that rant. Yeah. You you were on a roll. I was just, just going to call you uh, Jelly. Oh, I get it. <laughs> jelly. <laughs> this is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.